Hey, everybody, and welcome to Crystals and Reiki for Heart Chakra Balancing with me, T. Gregory, and Sarah Brown. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Now, today we are going to talk about something that uh, is an icky situation for me because I do not mess with the heart chakra. No, I do not, but um, because I'm very empathic, and so... So we'll get to why, you know, why all that later. But before we get started, me and Sarah want to talk about um, each one of our journeys first, and then we'll get started. So I don't know if anybody has heard through Facebook or Twitter, but I'm like on this big spiritual journey I'm getting ready to go on. What's happened is is that um, for months now, I'm just going to say like a year now, um, I've been called to like, I feel this flight or fight mode, you know, and I, I get in this I got to go, got to go mode. And I decided that um, that what I would like to do is just kind of travel around, um, you know, doing seminars and talking to people and mentoring and, and visiting some of my clients and things and just trying to figure out where I really want to be, you know, in the, in the United States, where I really want to live, where do I feel drawn to. And so I thought it would be cool if, if I, like, sold some of my bigger things, bigger items, because, you know, with kids, you've got to have money to go, or y'all will die of starvation. So <laughs> so I've been selling off my bigger things, and I'll probably leave my oldest kids here and take the younger ones with me and just kind of get on the road. And I guess since I don't have an RV, we'll just hotel it as we go. But um, I just feel the need to just get out there, you know. And maybe because I've been stuck in this Bible Belt town, I don't know. But I just feel the need to get out there and explore and talk to people and meet people and and try to spread the love, I guess. But um, so it's a really cool thing that I'm trying to do. You can learn all about it on my website if you go to psychictea.com, psychictea.com, and you click on Spiritual Journey. You'll be able to learn all about my journey, and I document every day with like a picture and an MP3 or a video so you see how my journey's going. And if you would love to help me on my journey, there's a donate button. But if not... I would love it if you could share my page on your Facebook or other social media. So that's my spiritual journey going on. Sarah, let's talk about yours. <laughs> so I'm going on an awesome journey as well. Uh, I am going to be conducting some interspecies communication with uh, wild orangutans in Borneo and wild elephants in Sumatra. And it's going to be amazing. It's something that the elephants have definitely been calling me for a very long time, and I've been slowly working my way up as far as doing communication with animals and different species, and and it's it's a lot different than intuitive guidance or mediumship. It's, it's, it's almost like kind of going in the back door for me as far as communicating with them, uh, but the elephants have amazing knowledge, extreme knowledge, and they want to share their knowledge with us. So my website is sarahsadventures.yolasite.com, and you can also get into it from my journeyintoether.com website. And I've got some fun stuff on there. I've been doing uh, distance healing and whatnot for donations. Uh, I can also do custom chakra readings for donations as well. So this is a donate for service funding that I've been doing and raising money for. But it's going to be really exciting, and I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to it, and very honored to be in the presence of these gigantic creatures. 
Awesome, awesome. And yes, you can find her website inside of her other website. I don't know who your <laughs> website maker is, girl, but they are awesome because that is crazy. She <laughs> was awesome enough to do some uh, some crazy juju with my website and, and stick a, a different website inside of it. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, she's like, can you add some of this info to my website? I'm like, girl, look, I will just stick your website inside your website. She's like, what? <laughs> so I literally did it. It was crazy. I don't know how. Don't ask me. I could not repeat it. Um, <laughs> but another cool thing about my journey is is that you will notice that my like my donations are actually kind of like sales. So you just don't like give me something. I give you something in return, like free readings. And I have this one that's like the highest donations where you get like 10 one-hour readings. And I actually will stop by your house, say hi, hug you, spend some time with you, talk to you, answer any questions you have, and even give you a signed copy of my book. So check it out <laughs> over there at my website, PsychicT.com. Okay, now we're going to talk about why we're really here. We're going to talk about this heart <laughs> chakra thing. Now let me tell you something, people. <laughs> I am not a heart chakra girl because I am very <laughs> empathic. And I tell people in my class that have, like, that are empathic, yes, I do tell them this, close that heart chakra, close that heart chakra because it freaks me out because I always keep, like, my – depends on what I'm doing, but I'll keep every chakra open needed for what I'm doing at that moment, but I will never open my heart chakra because I get so overwhelmed, I cannot function. And the only heart chakra stone you will ever see me carry is a green avatrine because just like the next person, I like my luck. I want to be lucky too. <laughs> so if I feel like I need some luck or I feel like my cash flow need some help, like my rent is due or my mortgage or whatever, whatever situation you have going on at that time, I like to grab my green avatrine and hold it and keep it with me all day or keep it next to my computer, you know, try to help get some cash flow in. But I know I know that other people love their rose quartz. I'm not a rose quartz girl. I don't even wear pink. Oh, my God. Girl, can you imagine me in pink and a rose quartz? I will be on the ground <laughs> in the middle of the street, and nobody would be able to console me. So, Sarah, you tell us what heart chakra stones you use and for what purpose. Okay. Well, I just want to preface with T. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the heart chakra. I believe it's very powerful, and and for you, unfortunately, it's a little too powerful. So you feel everything, um, but there there are ways to rein that in, and there are ways to work with it. Uh, so for me, when I look at the energy of the heart chakra, I see like this beautiful vibrant green color and then I see little pink flecks inside of it, like little pink sparkles coming in and out. And um, so I'm a huge fan of the green adventuring, like T is. And for me, the adventuring is kind of just a smooth, <sighs> what's the word? It's a smooth player as far as your heart goes. It's not really going to crack you wide open or or make you so emotional that, that you're going to be feeling intensity. It's just, it's a very kind of neutral stone, and it's, it's a really good support for the heart chakra. I'm also a huge fan of green calcite. 
Um, for me, anything calcite is very cleansing, healing, opening. So if there's times where I'm feeling like I just need to take a moment to myself and come back to neutral and really just allow things that have been sinking in throughout the day to, to really sink in, then I'll use the green calcite. And lastly, I was just talking to T about this, but I have a piece of kunzite that is, it's like rose quartz on drugs. Kunzite is a very, very intense heart chakra stone. And when you hold it, you actually feel like vibrations pulsing through your body with this kunzite. It's, it's absolute insanity. <laughs> and so if I'm just feeling the need to, once again, relax, come to center, balance my heart, be at one, but do it in a way that's really going to kind of like rock me, I go ahead and I grab that kunzite. Can I tell you why, Sarah? <laughs> She's like, oh, look, you know, I'm just going to put it out there because I don't even care. But, but Kunzite, I'm, I'm going to tell you all a little secret about why T does not carry Kunzite. And that is, Sarah already knows where I'm going with this. This Kunzite is like a stone of pregnancy, okay? Kunzite is like, it's like, okay, if you want to get pregnant, ladies, Keep it with you at all times. T does not mess with it, okay? T got enough kids over here. There are enough mouths to feed at T's house, okay? So we do not carry kunzite. <laughs> but if you would like to have 100 children like T, you can carry a kunzite also, Sarah. But <laughs> what I really, really like for sure is like, Okay, Unitite, and I call it Unitite. I've heard it called other things, but we're country over here. So Unitite or Epidote. Um, and so like a green stone, and it has like kind of like a pink or a rose color going through it. And I do like it, and I'm going to tell you why. And it's probably the only heart chakra stone besides the Avatrine that you'll ever see me own. Not that I don't own other ones and keep them under lock and key for people that buy jewelry, because they can have all that, Okay. But me, I will keep it out because I have a lot of problems of the heart, especially from the past. So Unikai, it, it draws off that negative energy. It takes away that love blockage that you have. And if I feel lonely or I feel like I need to feel loved or, or I need someone to call me or I feel the need to have some attention brought to me in that love area, I'll grab my Unikite and kind of walk around with it all day or put it in my purse. You never know who you'll meet at the grocery store, I'm just saying. So, you know, I carry that with me. And those are my two favorite stones. There, there is, like, another one that sometimes I would carry, and that would be, like, the pink opal. But a lot of people also associate the pink opal with, like, a luck stone, but it's actually a hard chakra stone. And um, it's good for sleeping with or meditating with, especially, and this is me again, especially if you have, like, a lot of painful memories from your past. Pink opal's a really good stone, especially to sleep with. Like sometimes I have nightmares of like my past and stuff, and I'll sleep with pink opal, and that will help. But again, I'm not a real heart chakra person because I'm real empathic, and and I don't want to be on the street crying over everything or in the store because they're out of milk, just totally <laughs> freaking out and going, "Are you freaking kidding me?" 
You know, so I try to stay away from hard chakra stones as much as I can. Understandable, T. Understandable. <laughs> you poor thing. Um, so I also wanted to talk about how powerful the heart is in healing uh, blockages or in healing if you have any kind of attachments or anything yucky hanging around. I always use my heart energy to really make my my entire energetic system one and also to, to kind of close it and create that guard and remove any anything that might be stuck on my body. So whether I'm walking through the grocery store and I'm picking up, you know, emotions and and yucky feelings from other people or maybe if I've had you know, stuff going on in my house and I just really want to cleanse myself, uh, what I'll do is I will open up my heart chakra. And so I imagine it blooming like a flower opening. And I imagine that beautiful light with the pink glitters coming out and traveling all around my body. And this green light will seek out any cords, any attachments, anything that's stuck on you, and it'll just completely dissolve it. And so your heart, your heart energy is very, very, very powerful because any time that you're coming up against something that is negative or not making you feel good, when you face it with love, it immediately dispels it, immediately. Okay, you know that's a good one. You know, um, I'm putting my link to my my. If you want to get some gemstones and you don't have any, I put my link to my shop because you can get on there and get whatever gemstones you want. I have, or you can go ahead and get a piece of jewelry made for you. But um, I want to talk about rose quartz. <laughs> rose quartz is like a no-no in my house. But <laughs> I want to talk about rose quartz for a minute. Um, self-worth, self-worth. Um, this was a hard one for me because it took me years and years and years and years and years to love myself. Years and years and years. I'm talking, this is why I let men take advantage of me. This is why I let men cheat on me. This is why I let men hurt me. This is why I let fam family members get over on me. I mean, there's just so many things associated with self-love and self-worth. And, you know, I was, I was doing anything for everybody just because they asked. And so I was basically telling the universe, oh, I don't care what I get in return. I'll just, I'll just do it. I'll just give myself away for free. And that was basically what was happening. So the one and only time you ever see that, I, I started wearing pink and I started wearing a rose quartz necklace is when I found the need to stop all the chaos, stop all the nonsense, stop all the mess. So I started wearing cute little pink shirts, which I never do. And I started wearing little rose quartz necklaces and bracelets and, and a little ring. And you know what? I started doing my makeup every day. You know what? <laughs> I started taking care of myself. I made it a point to do this every day and try to do this. And guess what? I stopped letting people walk on me. Guess what? I don't let a man treat me like that anymore. And so anytime that I feel like I'm going backwards and I feel like I'm starting to be walked on again or not paying attention to myself again, got to grab the pink shirt, got to grab the rose quartz, and we got to do this all over again. But, you know, and 
And maybe it is psychological where some people say, oh, that's psychological. But you know what? Crystals hold a lot of healing energy regardless of what anybody says. This is what the Mayans use. This is what, you know, they still use these in other countries today is like medicine, you know. So I believe in it, and I know it works because it worked for me. And, you know, crystals have a very high vibration, and they always seem to raise my vibration in whatever way I need it to go. So I, I'm a huge fan of crystals. So, um, yeah, the pink and the rose quartz, self-love, self-worth. Sarah, she's like, shut up. <laughs> Sarah. Yes. <laughs> no, man. Uh, for me, rose quartz, I'm – I I have a couple pieces, and let me tell you something. Some of the pieces, or really anywhere I go that there's a lot of rose quartz, it's very interesting to me because some of it feels really dead. Some of it feels like it's not holding that intense vibration anymore. And then other pieces of it, and there's only been a very, very few pieces that I've felt that have really just, like, knocked my socks off. Um, have that amazing loving vibration and they're they're literally channeling like straight from the the heart of the universe type deal. Uh, so I've I've had a hard time with rose quartz finding pieces that are that still hold that that natural kind of unrefined energy. And so I kind of stay away from rose quartz. I have one piece that I really, really enjoy that has that, that beautiful channeling, you know, divine heart energy. But besides that, there's not really a lot that I find. It's almost like it's, I don't know, it's almost like it's, like, been worn out or something like that. Oh, my gosh, thank you. I've been saying that for years. I Everybody is so drawn to rose quartz. Every time I sell, like, a packet of my seven chakra gemstones, like, in my boutique, everybody always asks for rose quartz to be included. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. But, you know, I just I feel like everybody's drawn to it because it's pretty, because it's pink and it's pretty. And I feel like that's why they're drawn to it. But I agree with you, Sarah. I don't feel the, the power in it. I really don't. Like I said, unless I'm, like, feeling low about myself and I think the pink makes women feel pretty I think the pink kind of makes our cheeks rosy makes us feel pretty and, and I'm gonna tell you this oh another little secret I used to do is I used to put rose quartz in water and let it sit overnight and then I would splat, I would put it in like a little spritzer bottle and I would kind of spritz my face with it I know crazy right but it's supposed to like help you help your skin feel young and rejuvenated and I I don't know if it works but you know I I I do know that I did all this for a while when I was trying to do the whole self-worth thing, and it actually worked for me. But as far as rose quartz, I'm not a big fan of it except for that. You know, I've heard put love, I've, I've heard for love, for marriage, for relationships, put it under your pillow. It's supposed to spark your relationship and all this other stuff. And, um, honey, I don't think battery cables could have sparked my relationship. But, you know, I <laughs> I'm keeping it real with tea, but, you know, I've heard that, you know, people do that, but I'm not a fan of rose quartz, but everybody wants it. And I have found, Sarah, that a lot of psychics that work out of their third eye and crown chakra don't prefer the rose quartz. I don't know if the vibration is, you know what, that's what I'm going to say. I feel like the vibration is too low for certain people. How's that sound? Mm -hmm. 
And that sounds really good because that goes with that that dead feeling that, that I feel from it, that it's just not, there's not that pop when that you would expect, right? Because everyone hears about rose quartz and they're like, oh, it's the best thing on earth. And, and there's not that pop that you would expect. And, and even using it during my healing sessions on my healing table, everything, it's, it's almost like I get, I get like five minutes into the session and I'm, I'm guided by my guidance. They're like, just take it off. <laughs> like, this, this, this one's a waste. Don't even use this one. There's, there's other things that are aligning better. So I'm feeling like where we are right now on Earth as humanity, our hearts are opening so much right now. And, and we need more intensity. We need more assistance than just this, this very kind of calming vibration of the rose quartz. Things need to be amped up a little more, and that's, that's what I'm really feeling about it. You know what I have found to be a powerful combination when you want to, like, increase the, the vibration of any – I like to combine stones. That's why I love the fluorite because it has, like, oh. it has the different colors, the rainbow fluorites and stuff. But oh, the mm-hmm. one I like for the heart chakra that I feel are really, really strong is if you take a pink tourmaline and you combine it with, like, a morganite or a kunzite, oh, yeah. it, makes it, it, it makes it a really powerful pair. It really does. So. If you're finding that you're struggling in relationships, if you find you're struggling with self-worth, you're like, but T, I've worn this rose quartz every day. Every time I turn around, I'm buying another rose quartz. It's probably the vibration of it is too low for you. Um, So what you need to do is try to find a different pink stone. Um, The green stones I like to associate more with, like I said, like lucky and love, things like that. But but to like self-worth and stuff like that – I like pinks, and so the pink tourmaline, the morganite, you know, the um, the kunzite, one of my favorites. But I know Sarah can tell you about morganite. She loves morganite. <laughs> I do. Morganite is such a cool stone, and I actually have a friend who had her wedding ring made out of morganite, and it's this gorgeous, gorgeous, huge, like two and a half, three carat kind of lighter pink stone. It almost looks like a pink diamond. Everyone thinks it's a pink diamond. But the vibration that it carries and having it on your your ring finger, your left finger, which leads directly to your heart, uh, is, is spectacular. So morganite is actually the stone of divine love. And what it does is it opens your frequency to that universal heart power. So it kind of it assists in bringing you up, raising you up to that power, uh, which is really cool because a lot of stones, you put them on you and they raise your vibration for a short time, but the morganite will actually, like, continue to raise it over and over and over again instead of you kind of dropping back down to neutral and then every time you grab it, you're you're heightened a little bit more. Uh, so what does morganite do? Well, it helps you release unhealthy emotional patterns first off and there was someone in chat asking about divorce and I told them that morganite would be really good for divorce uh, because it does it kind of gets rid of anything that's not working anything that's yucky uh, any kind of self-hate that you have or non-self-love not necessarily hate but any part of your psyche that's kind of working against yourself the morganite will really help in that it helps with trust patterns 
Um, if you're having issues trusting, it'll kind of align you to your, your true self, right, your truth, and allow you to know what is true on the outside while still maintaining your full presence on the inside. And ultimately, it's just a stone of joy. It's really just joy and power. There's a lot of power in it, too. Exactly. You know, somebody in chat, Jules, is asking if Kunzite lets you be pregnant, quote, pregnant with inspiration or opportunities. And she's asking a question that's like right up my alley. Not the pregnant part. How dare you, Jules? We don't even say it. If you say the word, I'll be pregnant. Just shut up. So anyway, what I like to do for inspiration opportunities, I'm a big fan of carnelian and citrine. I actually have a tree that my friend Lori made for me that is all carnelian and citrine and it has the word create on it. And for that, carnelian and citrine is wonderful for creating opportunities for yourself. It's, it's great for giving you inspiration. You get that inspiration from the carnelian. You get that creativeness and that, and that wanting to do a new project or finish it from the citrine. And it's wonderful. So I went and throw some some guide in there because you might be saying, hey, I want this wonderful opportunity to have kids coming my way, whether they're grandkids or my own kids. So, girl, look, I leave them, that coonside alone. I'm trying to tell you <laughs> to put that down. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but the citrine and the carnelian, if you, like, have a project you want to start, you have something that you really want to get done, you, you're, you're stuck, you feel blocked, you're a writer, an artist, anything, I'm telling you, carnelian and citrine, make a bracelet out that and wear it every day. I'm trying to tell you. Those are my two favorite songs. Why do you think I'm always up at 3 a.m. coming up with ideas? I got carnelian and citrine all over my office. I'm trying to tell you them are the stones right there keep you going. Oh, you know what? I heard this thing today. I shared it on my wall. Um, it was funny because this guy was talking about how all these successful people always talk about all their failures. You had to go through failure after failure after failure before they became a success. And he said the coolest thing. He said, I guess. That means it's possible to fail your way to success. How cool is that? So that kind of says I can fail, I can fail, I can fail, but as long as I keep going, I can do it. And fail your way to success. You can fail your way to success. I love that. I shared it on my wall. Anybody that wants to go over there and watch it, I forget who the guy's name is. I shared it from somebody else, but it's a very cool 60-second video. It's awesome. You guys need to hear it. Okay. That's Sarah's like, well, no, I really like that because it's true. It's you are even if you're failing, you're still moving forward because guess what? You're taking that initiative to move, right? The worst thing that you can possibly do is stay stagnant. And so, even if you move and you fail, it's better than than not trying at all, right? So I, exactly. I really, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like what I tell people, you know, you've never gotten off your path. You've, you've been walking your path since birth. But it is possible to sit down in the middle of the road and just sit there and stare. So, <laughs> so as long as you keep walking and don't worry about what's going to come, the biggest thing that keeps us from doing what it is that we'd like to do most of the time is fear of the outcome. But you know what, if, if, if all these successful people cared about the outcome, they wouldn't be successes now. So. It definitely is true. So we're going to leave tonight, and I'm going to I'm going to jam the Thrive. I'm going to make you all listen to Thrive from the movie Thrive. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. My favorite song. 
Yep, and you all will love it. So we're going to leave you tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Me and Sarah do shows all the time. Catch us on our Facebook pages. Good night, everybody. Good night, Sarah. Good night. Thanks, everyone. Keep your hearts open.